Welcome to BFF, where Alex and Dave relive their most memorable experiences involving the perfect trifecta, beer, fly fishing, and food. Now here are your hosts, Alex Ramirez and Dave Schoenzeit. people so anyway we uh episode one was was fantastic we, we had a lot of good laughs about it and uh episode two um we got some really good stories about food and, and fly fishing and we wanted to share that with you the the second biggest trip that we did together was trip a Oh, trip number two, right? Yeah. Yeah. So trip number two, I had moved from Southern California up to Truckee. Truckee. Yeah. Just moved to Truckee. That amazing house. Oh my gosh. Don't even, don't even, don't even. Yeah. It was my uh, good friend, Jamie Lyle. I was, uh, rented his house and was living on this bluff in Truckee that overlooked the Truckee River with the 180 degree panoramic view I wish Summer could to the west cuz she would have just that place yeah, was very it's, special. It's so uh, is my wife. Yeah, Summer Summer's his wife. Uh she's awesome. <laughs> anyway, uh it was a great place. Uh we'll I'll, I'll share some pictures with you guys uh on the website so you guys can see what this place looks like. But anyway, um one of my one of a special place. But so Dave we planned a fishing trip number two, living in Truckee, set it up where Dave is going to fly into Reno. I'm going to pick him up in a 19, actually, so I'm, I'm driving a truck, but I'm pulling that a 1965 aristocrat lowliner. That thing, it, it, it reeked of nostalgia. <laughs> that, that was just the coolest little trailer. It's, it's the coolest trailer, and what's cool is I sold that trailer to a really good friend of mine, Kurt Johnson. We'll have him on an episode. Um, he's a really good friend of mine, and he's a foodie too, so he's we, we got some good food stories. But uh, anyway, I picked him up. And we went to Pyramid Lake in northern Nevada. And we actually were, were meeting up with, uh, with a couple guys. So I pick him up. And we're, we're going to be camping on the beach this whole time. And we're going to be in this aristocrat trail. This is December time frame. Right? Yeah, it was cold. It, it was, it was it cold, was, dude. It was really so cold. it was December. I pick him up at the airport. Trailer in tow. And we head north. To Pyramid Lake. Uh, first stop was to get beer and food. Beer and food. So very, very important. Very stuff. important. Um, so this must have been a, a year later, maybe three years ago. Had to be. It had. You know what? I think we did Pyramid following Mammoth. I, I don't know, see. man. It might. Have oh, it been, had to be a year. It had to be at least. Yeah, a year. because it was definitely my birthday, and then one and a year later. Yeah. But I feel like coming off the success of our first trip and and. Which you guys heard about on the first podcast and we had there was just such a meeting of minds and like such a melding of personalities i, I feel like that went so well that we had to, i think we both felt like we had to put together another trip pretty pretty soon thereafter yeah you know we just had to continue to capitalize on the good energy totally for sure man so we uh so we get this trip going and our good friend seth who uh you'll you'll get to meet later on he's he's on this trip uh, Jeff Hernandez, another good uh, friend of ours, and Sam Vasily was on that Sam, trip. Yeah. 
But I want to say Sam kind of came in a little bit later, he right? He came. He the first. He came the second day. Yeah. So I think it was really like a trip with uh, myself, Seth, and Dave, and then Jeff and I think no, Sam. Jeff and Seth were there on the first day. Oh, is that what Sam, it was? Yeah, Sam came the second day. So yeah, so it was. Uh, it was kind of you know started out with just a couple people, and then it kind of grew a little bit from there. So we were working our way. Did we get donuts? Probably. I think we did because there. I were totally remember because so there's a donut shop. There's it's like I think it's called Pyramid Parkway or whatever. It's the road, the main road, going out to Pyramid Lake. It's like one road when you get off of the eighty. Okay. I think it is. Anyway, dude. So I but I want to say we got donuts because there was that little donut shop and they had donut holes. I don't know, dude. I mean. <laughs> Anyway, let's no, just say we, we did. We probably I did. I'm sure. The story's better if <laughs> yeah, we did. No, than I'm it sure is, we got donuts. We didn't. Yeah, we did. Anyway, we so we probably got donuts. And then, so I remember we go. We went to the grocery store because we needed to get some good beers. Yes, we did. We so did. Yeah. I remember th- this was a, a good story. So we we go in to go get some beers and we pick up a six pack of Space Dust. Yeah, Space Dust was kind of like the the cool Elsian? new Elsian. Elysian. Elysian. Yeah, there it is. Dust, yeah. So, and we have never had it. I had heard about You'd it. Heard I had about never it. had it, and we saw it in the six pack, and I said, you know, I've heard good things, and, you know, it had pretty high ABV. I think it's 8.5%. Yeah, it's a, it's it's up there. You can get it's space dust of it. It's, it's yeah, pretty good. Absolutely. So, we get a six pack of that, and we got a six pack of Sierra Nevada. We did uh, celebration, I think. Did we get celebra- yeah, celebration, which is a cla- yeah. exactly, and that's it's that's a fantastic beer. It's good, yeah. And then we got good. something else. I'm trying to think what else we got. I don't remember. I don't know what we got. I'm but we got, but we got another beer that was that was well known that, that we'd local. had before. Or was it okay? Yeah. I thought I want to say that we be. there was a, there was a couple beers that were like, hey, it was a it was a it was a standby beer. It was a beer that you know it's like it's always good. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna pick it up every time, as you know, if you're gonna take and it. And those to a party. are important. I feel like when you're rolling the dice on beers you've never had before, you want to have like a staple go-to. Yeah, to be like, hey, is gonna, is gonna is gonna deliver. Yeah, we're gonna follow up with like, hey, you know, if you didn't like that beer, we got one you totally like. So, beers are covered. We pick up some chorizo, food because chorizo. Because you wanted to do chorizo oh, burritos, dude. Man. You wanted to do chorizo and egg burritos, yeah, which so. went over as a huge hit. I'm a big breakfast guy, man, so I'm, I'm all about... some fucked up tortillas <laughs> yeah, that we'll get into here in a little bit. So I'm all, I'm all about cooking up breakfast. I, 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 I'm going to say that I am uh, a really good cook, and I and breakfast is one of my specialties. You're one of the... Uh, you know, I'm fortunate in that I have quite a few friends, but you are an excellent cook. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate I've, it. I've had the opportunity to eat many people's cooking and... I appreciate that. I, 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 yeah, you're held to a higher standard. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Question. And I feel the same way. You know, I, I've had your food and it's it's fantastic. So we uh, we pick up the food that that we're gonna have for three nights that yeah, we're there. I think nights, three, yeah, nights. Yeah, three nights. Yeah. So, um, and I think we get there. It was, actually it was probably like a midday deal. So I know. So we, yeah, we, I think we got out there like early afternoon. Yeah, so we get out there early afternoon. We set up, and I think we fish that evening. And uh, I know I caught a fish that evening. I don't know if did you hook up that I, evening? No, I caught you? a fish the the first morning. So the next day. So the we next day. The ladders, I caught a fish. So we, so fish. so we had three or four guys that we met up. And we're all camped um, at Pyramid Lake. This is actually the North Nets Beach that we're camped at, and um, 
we go out that evening and if you've never been to Pyramid Lake uh, fly fishing the best way to fly fish if you're fishing from shore is on a ladder because you kind of get out there in a little bit of a, of a flat and then it slowly starts to get deeper and then it drops off uh, there's there's de a, a definite you know um, drop off that you want to kind of fish that drop off where you know fish are cruising back and forth so uh, ladders are a, a big part of the game out there if you're shore fishing so well, that's, that's why we were out there the winter right because that water temperature drops so those bigger fish move closer to shore yeah bigger it's fish move closer to shore you know the water's freezing cold you're on a ladder and you're doing you know different techniques whether it's indicator fishing or stripping streamers back so anyway we go out there with the whole ladder technique and I can't remember who was out there the first night, but anyway, I know I just I know I caught a fish the first night. I think Seth maybe caught a fish the first night, but it was fairly it was really slow. So we come back. Um, the only thing I don't remember what we had for dinner. The first night we had had to be some sort I of. I think meat. it was like carne asada. I think you brought some carne asada or something. We did like oh, carne is that the night? Is that is that the is that the that's not the tortillas episode though. Yeah, I think it is might it have really? Been. I don't know. I fucked no. the tortillas up on multiple. Games. You know, dude. Actually, I think, I think it was. I... Actually, it was. So you're right. So okay. So the first night, I'm all excited. I love to cook. I mean, if we go on a fishing trip, I I can cook from, I can cook every every meal. So we go, and I cook that evening. Good night. I love you. So I cook that evening, and we're doing. Carne asada. I think we were tacos. doing carne asada tacos the first. So time. I'm. Yeah. I got this whole game plan cooking up the meat, and I give Dave the, the most task. rudimentary, basic task that anybody could ask for. So I, I'm I like, didn't ask for it. I and I was. I, so I gave. So I was like, you know, anybody can warm up tortillas. We just picked up tortillas, and I'm like, dude, I'm giving Dave the tortillas. All he has to do is warm them up. Those tortillas cooked fast. Though. I had no gauge for how fast they were going to cook. So, the meat is on point. It's like it's so good. It yeah, was. And we was, and we have good. all the condiments. We have the salsa that was like I think it was you know we went to this Mexican restaurant and had good salsa. We had, Dude, we had all the stuff. Knowing you, we had the best fucking organic. We had the best salsa. everything. Yeah, it's, yeah. The salsa was. was so good. and I, for me being the cook, I'm everybody eats first, you know. So I'm getting everybody set up, you know the. the Dave is warming the tortillas. He's putting them in the, the putting in the tortilla warmer, and you know he's giving everybody their their food. And I, I mean, it, it's me. I, I like the feedback. I want to hear. Oh my God, it's so good. It just you know, it's just it makes me feel good. I know it's good, but I, I like to hear it. And I'm not really here. You know, people are like, oh, it's good. Nobody's really raving about it. I'm like, dude, you're gonna blame my fucking tortilla. You are. I really, you are. I am. You're blaming my tortilla. So then I could because I go I, get the tortillas. I mean, I, 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 you know, I will straight up admit that, like, I over. Dude, those, tortillas. those fucking tortillas. I like the first bite I took. I was like, I was yeah, so, I was no, sad. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> yeah, I was sad. Yeah, I was just sad. like here. Yeah. No, so anyway, I mean, I we we brought it back. We you know we 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 had a lot of meat. We the tortillas got a little bit better over the rest of the evening. The beer was flowing. It was all it was all good. I mean yeah you know but it was can be kind of fucked up. It was notable. Beer. It was yeah. notable and it's it's. I mean here it is three years later and we still talk about the tortilla incident. Dude, you won't let me live it down. I won't let you live it down. But you know what, dude, that was the first night we had space dust. 
You know what's funny? That, yeah, Space Dust was incredible, and I'm going to come back to what, you know, the note oh. you're touching on, absolutely. But what I want to say is that night that I fucked those tortillas up, I was fucking up a bunch of shit. Like, I remember, <laughs> like, I was trying to help Seth do something, and I ended up dropping some shit, and, like, everything spilled, and we had to start over from scratch. So, I mean, I was just, you know, I was, uh, the, you know, the, the planets weren't aligned for me. <laughs> I, it was just, it was an off night for me. Is what I'm trying to say. So, so yeah. Space dust. <laughs> so, space dust. Space so, we get to space dust. We've never had it before. We've heard about it. We pour this beer. We drink it. And it's a it's a high octane beer. Yeah, eight and a half. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, 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 it's pretty you good know, ABV. It'll you get know, you pickled pretty quick. If you hable espanol, it's, it's fuerte, is what I would it's say. It's fuerte. It's strong. So, we, uh, we, we drink this beer and we look at each other and and you know I, I remember being kind of taken back like dude i think the finish like when, when you took a sip of it like just the way that beer finished we were both really impressed you know what's funny is i, th- I think actually the way i remember going down is we were drinking celebrations from sierra first no we were drinking it and this is i don't know if you remember we were drinking it we drank it second drank what second the celebration oh and then it sucked it and then sucked. we were just that dude yes. so bright. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. Dude. And we were like, here's this beer that is like a go-to standard for us. Yeah. That we're just we is totally muddled and just kind of, you know. It we were and we were make joking and we're like, dude, this tastes like shit. Dude, it was it was it was basically personality lists after drinking. Yeah. After, after drinking. And that was the, crazy the because and you're, it was dude, funny. That's be- so funny. That is exactly how it went down. Yeah. And because we, we didn't, we didn't burn through that six pack the first night. We drank one space dust, and then we're like, okay, now we're gonna drink our second beer, right? Because we wanted to compare it, and we were, it was like lackluster. We were, we wanted to go back to the space dust because it just had that's that right. much more body and. Well, flavor. and that's the thing. I mean, that's why when you drink multiple beers, especially IPAs, you know, heavily hopped beers, I feel like. If you don't have like a progression of beer, like your palate becomes totally wrecked. If you drink like a heavy-handed right. beer yeah, right off the point. bat, your palate is wrecked. It's like starting a dinner with like steak and lobster and then trying to eat a salad after it. It just doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like That's what you're saying. I but I mean <laughs> that's just the way I look at it, you know. So I think I think after having that that space dust I, I, for whatever reason, yeah, I mean, our palates were already accustomed to, to that, that profile, you know, those hot, yeah, yeah, right, totally. that, you know, that kind of finish and, and yeah, but I just remember, I remember looking at you and being like, dude, this sucks <laughs> and drinking the celebrate and I've never felt that way. Drinking totally. And for any Sierra Nevada beer, I mean, yeah, Sierra Nevada beer yeah. hits a home run every single time. It's so, you know, standby. That we were blown away, you know, and I think it was just that. It was just, you know, really the the different, um, you know, the characteristics of of different beers. I'll finish this beer right now, Jesus. Yeah, because I want to I want to pour you an Aurora from uh, from Carl Strauss, which is I'm, one of my favorite IPAs. It's just a really good, straightforward, super dry IPA. And Carl Strauss has been around forever. You know what's funny is like I don't want to admit how good their beers are their beers are good because i they're yeah they're just like they have a big name they've been around a long time and like i obviously i want to invest more so in like the smaller projects the craft projects but i mean carl strauss like they just they just get it 
Yeah. I feel like they remember we had the boat shoes the last trip. And, yeah, yeah. You know, which was a really good hazy, and and I feel like the Aurora is just a really solid dry IPA. I think seven percent industry standard, like gives yeah. you everything you want out of an IPA. And I think there's a lot of these breweries out here. I'm almost done. Jesus, okay, dude, quit taking. I'm just trying to be. I'm, yeah, I'm almost done. I know. I appreciate it. Though. Okay. But I think there's a lot of these breweries that some of these older breweries that. You know, it's it's uh, it's consistent. They they just they 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 got it right, you know. And and some people Dude, can I totally like totally agree with you. you know, Absolutely. They, I, and they and they just keep putting that same quality of beer. And it's it, it's one that you can just go and pick up and be like, "Dude, this is exactly what it's supposed to taste like." Right. You know, right. And I'm sure that you know you can say that with. Like my dad's a Bud drinker, you know. If Bud ever changed their formula, if they're regular Bud, he would lose his shit. But uh, it's it's just they 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 won, they figured out the exact formula, and they just keep producing, and it's solid. And I think that's where Carl Strauss comes in. I think that's where Sierra Nevada comes in. These older micro brew companies, yeah, they have the staple beers that that people are always going to you know gravitate towards because they have that. They have that longevity. That longevity's been earned through, you know, decades and decades of producing quality beers. Right. Totally. I would agree. Uh, which is, you know, that fun. That's funny. That brings me to a. There's a. The next time you're out, we're gonna have to get some beers from New English. New English is a small little project that down in Sorrento Valley, and yep. they always, I always explain, I always describe them as being like the in and out burger of beers. Really. Like they don't do a ton of things. They don't have like a whole multitude of beers. They'll do like ten beers and they'll do them exceptionally well. I think that's it, you yeah. know in and out burger. You you look at their yeah. menu. They it's got quality they got over cheeseburger, double double, hamburger, yeah. shakes, soft quality drinks, fries. Over quantity, dude. That's it. That's, that's what it. I'm saying, dude. Um, that's it. Yeah. So that's something we'll have to explore. We'll I'm definitely down. incorporate them later on. Yeah. Let's let's bring those in. Yeah. So back to our Pyramid Lake story. So uh, Dave fucked up the tortillas. Fucked them. Almost killed a killer carne asada. You know, street taco dinner, I messed up, but it was all good. It, Dude, we, we alcohol will salvage some bad Yeah, pe- people don't even know. These guys, people are just and, you know, eat. these dudes showed up and they were sleeping in their cars. So, I mean, Dude, this, this oh, is... Do we need to... Oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've never felt so guilty in my life. So, uh, we could touch on that. So, I brought this little vintage trailer. And, um, I mean, it's this, this trailer is, you know, when you think about pool behind trailers you know people were 25 28 38 feet this thing was all of 12 feet of was it uh, that small yeah so yeah. the living space was 12 feet you know and it was basically a, a, a bed slash couch on one side a small burner uh didn't even have a fridge it had an ice box this is 1965 and it had a uh, nice little box. little seating area basically made for made for two and that's where dave slept um, but I had a heater buddy, a propane heater in there. I've so. never, I've never been so cozy <laughs> in my entire. I mean, I. So, if you ever been to Pyramid Lake, uh, and if you ever seen pictures of the moon, it's uh, like being on the moon. There, there's no trees around. It's like a moonscape with this huge lake the size of Lake Tahoe that you're camping by, and uh, so definitely December time frame, it could be, it could be. It, I mean, yeah, freezing temperatures. Dude, it it so could be cold. below freezing, but it it wasn't below freezing, but it was definitely cold. It had yeah, to be freezing. I don't even was, know. Yeah, it was, but it, it was, was cold. Super cold. 
So, but we're sleeping in this trailer and our friends that showed up are sleeping in their cars. So there's three other buddies with this and they all have their cars that they're sleeping in. And sleeping um, bags. Sleeping yeah, bags in the back of their car. Um, so in the morning, you know, it, it would definitely, I would, I, it, before we go to bed, we'd bring in our waiters. I'd kick on the heater. We get to dry off our waiters. <laughs> we get to, Living in the lap you know, kind of nice and comfortable in, in our little trailer uh before we go to bed and i would then... come out in a wife beater and my fucking <laughs> boxer shorts and everyone else is wearing like 50 layers of clothing yeah, yeah then we wake up in the morning and i kick that heater on and we got the coffee going and uh the guys are outside with the fire and we're you know we're warming up the coffee inside and you know yeah we're we're in shorts and tank tops while these dudes are in snow gear uh there we yeah we there's a it's a little bit of feeling guilt but and eh, they got co- they got coffee out of it so uh yeah they got, a lot it, they got a lot of good things out of it so anyway we uh and you know one thing about pyramid lake is you know the early bird gets the worm so we would wake up before the sun would come up get dressed put our waders on not that that even fucking mattered with the fucking <laughs> dad and son that were fishing with us yeah, jesus oh, you'd man. take your ladder and we uh, we had actually had quite a few friends out there at that time, and and we and the fishing was slow, so there was a lot of communication on where we needed to go, what beaches we needed to fish. So, um, the actually the beach that we were on was was kind of producing somewhat, even though we only caught two fish the night before. We were probably fished maybe three hours yeah. the night before. So we got a you know this is day two, full day of fishing. We wake up before the sun comes up. We drive down the beach. We set up. And uh, this will be another picture I'll show up, but there's there's uh, an army of ladders out in the water, and we're fishing. So before the sun comes up, you're getting your ladder out there, you're making your cast, you're fishing. I don't think anybody hooked up that morning. Well, we actually started, you're talking about the second day? Second day. So the second day, I stuck a fish right out front of our camp, a small fish on a beetle. Yeah. And oh, then- yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we right. moved, and then we, we and did. Then after that, we moved. Yeah, so then we moved down, we caught some fish, and then I remember we, we came back and we made breakfast burritos. Yeah, we fished yeah. early, came back, and I think that might be the morning that we met Seth's uh, father and son team. Yeah, so Seth had a friend. Um, I can't remember the dude's name, but he's a super cool cat. Yeah, so he comes out and uh, he worked with Seth, and then his dad was there. So his friend had maybe had a year in of fly fishing. His dad had two weeks. <laughs> I, I don't even, I, I feel stupid even talking about how much time these anyway, guys have put in with the flower. So we, uh, they meet us out after the sun comes up. We've been out there before the sun comes up. We hadn't had a fish. Oh, actually, Dave, had caught, Dave did have one fish. Nobody else, and this is, you know, uh, three or four guys, a couple guides are out there that we know. Um, so we had a, some we good had, sticks. We had some sticks. Some we had people sticks. that knew what they were doing. Um, no, nobody caught any fish. These two guys show up. I feel like a lot of our viewers are going to relate to this, right? Here. Yeah. What we're about so, to get into. You know, and viewers, nothing. They're they're listeners. they're novices, you know, which is totally fine. And we're bombing casts. They're casting maybe fifteen feet. Yeah. Out off just their ladder. Off their ladder, and no they, double hauling. Nothing. No. They just they just show up. They they actually get in between us, which was fine because they were part of the group. 
we show we show up they get in between you know where they can fit in between ladders and this is you know the distance between ladders is you know maybe 20 feet you know and they and they get right in because you're just typically just fishing right in front of you and these guys show up and they catch two fish a piece within the first 20 minutes yeah of yeah getting that's, there. that's accurate so we woke up early froze their ass off bomb and cast yeah, changing flies right? doing flies, everything proactive. that we could possibly you know going from stripping to indicator whatever and these two dudes they're show up they're they're flailing you know these super <laughs> ugly casts that are smacking down on the water at 100 miles an hour 15 feet from where they're standing and yeah i mean the uh the 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 number of eats that those guys got i mean we're just well, they have fished us they outfished us every day. Out, they crushed us. Yeah, I mean, they, every every day. So here's guys that are you know in the industry. There's guys that are guides. There's guys that have fished, you know, majority well of their lives in pyramid fly yeah, fishing. Fish there before, yeah. And uh, these guys, but anyway, that's how it goes, you know. And it's like that's, that's fishing. <laughs> that's just how I it mean, is. How many people have been out there? There's guy. So there's a guy with a push button Zebco 33 <laughs> doing everything fucking wrong, and he catches the huge fish right in front of you. I mean, that's just... That's just how it goes, yeah, dude. You know, I'd rather fishing. be uh, lucky than good any day of the week, and, and that's that's basically how it was. So, but anyway, we come back, and we make some killer chorizo burritos, like potatoes, chorizo. Yeah, back on a high note. And that was, yeah, super. I mean, it was super good. So, I mean, everybody's freezing. You come back. You know, we got a fire going. We, you know, get the burners happening, and we had some killer burritos. So I, just to get that, yeah, I think after fishing really hard, like you were saying, we woke up oh. really early. We really, you know, we really, we really tried, man. We put the effort in, and uh, to get that dopamine release, you know, come back <laughs> and just have some crazy good food. Oh, and dude. that makes, you know, who cares? It just erases. It just voids the fact that yeah. you know the fishing was slow. You just totally. Like, you're just riding that high of, man, this is amazing food. And I agree, and that's so. That's why I feel that. Well, that's why I feel that we both wanted to start this podcast because it's it's the, the you know it's all about the experience. That's right. And for us, food is like so high mu- priority. It's, it's, it's definitely <laughs> yeah. multifaceted. I mean, yeah. you know, I was a fat kid growing up, and you know, and then I got skinny in high school. I hit my growth spurt, and then in my late twenties, I got fat again. And like, dude, you know, you put on a few lbs. Oh, you totally. had you had a point where you were you know you were. You were carrying some extra pounds too, so I feel like if you're ever fat, you do kind of appreciate. You kind of look at food on a whole different level. I, I mean, agree, you just dude. identify with it differently. It means something different to you than than it does to to other people, and and uh, and I feel like that definitely resonates in our in our podcast here, is because like when you really boil it down, man, we're a couple of fat kids that just. <laughs> My Absolutely love, love food. Love food, dude. And, love and to good talk food. About it. Yeah. And that's exactly it. And you're right. I mean when you, I really, know when you look at when you look at the experience collectively, the food is so utterly important. Because to me, as a fly fisherman, there's nothing cooler than coming off a day of good fishing where you got some really good eats, caught some nice fish, had some great experience, shared some good time with quality friends. And then you're sitting back and and you know you're you're having a few beers and you're kind of reflecting yeah but then like to top that off with some really good food, it's just the it's the icing on the cake totally like, there's no better way to end a solid day of fishing i would agree man i or would totally start agree. a yeah. solid day of what what is going to be a solid day i would agree so, and like i said i'm in my wife knows this too like we'll be having lunch and while 
even before we even take the first bite of lunch, I'm already talking about what I'm want to have for dinner. Right. Like I'm, right. I'm thinking yeah, ahead. I'm like, this is lunch is awesome, but man, wait till dinner. It's going to be great. And I think it's it's such a big part of, I think every people's lives because it you know food brings people together. Absolutely. You know, it enhances the experience. It releases and, neurotransmitters oh, that just make us feel like we're on cloud nine. Totally. You know, and so that's why I'm all about good food, good company killer beer and with this you know obviously epic fishing um so this this now we lead into lunch of this day (laughs) so uh i i i i'm all about the quality of food i'm all i'm all about uh you know what's the process of how this food is made and um I, i pay i pay a lot of attention to what i'm buying and so I'm all about sandwiches. I love sandwiches. Dave's, Dude, I love sandwiches. There's nothing I'd rather eat than a sandwich. Dave is all about sandwiches. And um, this is where I don't know how we've, I failed in, in the you sandwich world. You failed heinously. Like you, like, you didn't just fail. Like, you, like you, you weren't even... <laughs> You weren't even close. I know, dude. That's That's what kills me. So anyway, so I... You know what? I take that... Hold on a second. I retract (laughs) that statement because everything that was in that sandwich was delicious. Perfect. It was like you had a really great list of ingredients. Yeah. You culminated a a wonderful sandwich that that would have been a crowd pleaser anywhere. Thank you. And I I appreciate that because the inside of the sandwich... And Home I honestly run. feel like what we're going to get into right now is not even, it, it, you know, it, it's not really your fault. I mean, so Alex is, is married to a lovely young lady named Nicole. Nicole is a nutritionalist. So her diet is reflective of, you know, what is, you know, the healthiest for your body. What is the most user-friendly for your body to process? You know, what is going to give you the most longevity in terms of health? So that reflected in Alex's bread choice (laughs) for these sandwiches. And I'll never forget eating those sandwiches with our little foldable chairs set up, block, you know, next to the the truck, out of the wind, because the wind was blowing. And I took a bite of this sandwich and I've just, I've never had anything like that. Do you remember what you said? What I said? I remember distinctly what you said. I, you told so me actually said. this is, I actually took a bite of the sandwich first and immediately I knew that I made the wrong bread choice. Okay. So I take a bite of the sandwich and I know at this point, I feel like I'm, uh, I know Dave, this is our second fishing trip, but we like, you know, just warp our friendship to it to another level so i asked he knows dave, i'm gonna be disappointed <laughs> yeah. immediately so but it, so i asked dave i go hey dave what do you think of the bread and dave goes oh this bread's super good he goes what is it made from sawdust and mud and yeah that sounds I like fucking I spit say. out my I, I i never laughed so hard it in was my the life. most fucked up bread <laughs> I mean, if you can imagine stacking three layers of cardboard <laughs> on top of each other, then that represents each layer of bread with a bunch of shit in between it. That's what this bread, that was the texture and the taste. Oh, was, my God. It was, it was, I think you hit it on the head with 
sawdust and mud. It was it was exactly it was just it, it was the worst bread you could possibly. We ate the sandwich. Oh, fuck, dude, I ate it. Yeah. <laughs> we we totally ate it. The chips were because, good. like I said, you made a great sandwich. I mean, yeah, the bread was it was yeah, the, the bread was, was just horrific. It was that you know what it was. It was that sprouted. It was sprouted. Sprouted, sprouted Ezekiel was it that yeah, Ezekiel? That's what it was. Yeah, it was, it was just I've like, had that before, and I remember thinking like, "Fuck, this." is I gross. mean, it's like a frisbee. You can. I mean, dude, I, it, never again. It was. But, I mean, the bottom line is we ate our sandwiches and we, <laughs> we filled did. our bellies and we have a great story. We do. That was one of We would have had a great story either way because if the sandwiches were amazing, like on amazing, incredible bread, yeah. like the ones we're going to have tonight, we still would have been talking about it in this podcast. Yeah. But we would have been talking about how great the bread was. That's true. But instead, we'll be talking about how, how good the... the, the the fixings yeah. in the sandwich were but yeah just that you yeah. know it's it's an acquired taste i'm not knocking it if people love it you know that's <laughs> i'm totally down with that i'm not here to judge it was just it was weird coming off like you know i come from like regular fucking bread wonder bread dude i mean <laughs> i know i'm gonna go back to that so that Weird. was that that was definitely uh one of one of my comedic highlights is just your description of the bread and i and i use it a lot when i talk to people about our experiences because it's always about food and fly fishing but uh anyway we had we had a a really great trip um Cost it was life. sam caught that toad on the last day the fishing picked up the last day Dude, the last the day, day the leave. day we had to leave the the wind picked up um actually you stuck fish you yeah. stuck for I think, yeah three i had, four I had fish, four fish that I mean, yeah i had did, a fish did, every day well. which was good um and the last day, we definitely had a lot more fish. Everybody in our group caught fish because we had some days in there where, I mean, we're talking, we're fishing hard from sunup to sundown and no fish. Maybe some grabs, some farmed fish, but man, nothing to hand. But that last day, everybody caught fish and Sam Vassley got his first 20-pound fish. We got killer pictures yeah, that of legendary. that. That was huge. And, you know, going back to our father and son team that... Uh, were novices at the they fly had a fishing game. Fish too. <laughs> the okay. dad caught a twenty-pound fish. And why shouldn't he? Uh, why He's been I mean, fly fishing for two weeks. <laughs> two weeks, you know. Why, yeah, why not catch the fish of a lifetime uh, with only two weeks' experience? But that was. They um, were great dudes, and uh, you know, it's it's just how it's just how. I fly. wouldn't have scripted that any different. Oh. I mean, I would have rather honestly <laughs> him caught that fish because I mean, you know, I might be romanticizing here but i'm hoping that you know he's totally hooked on fly fishing as a result of that totally. trip and catching I would that agree. big tank i and, would agree and as a fly fisherman the more people that get hooked and addicted and you know just absolutely consumed by the minutiae of fly fishing the better yeah like you've caught a lot of nice big fish i've witnessed a lot of the nice big fish that you've caught trophy fish fish of yeah. a lifetime i've caught some some nice big fish as well and for every and for anyone else to be able to experience that and just be able to uh you, you know just have them have them experience that that whole be brought into the world of fly fishing yeah. you know by the pursuance of catching not only pursuing but actually going out there and getting it done and catching a huge fish i mean there's something there's a lot of mystique for anybody that that really uh, is into into fishing or fly fishing or any form of fishing, there's mystique that comes along with catching a big legendary fish. Yeah, I mean I that's basically you. what we're all out there for. 
Totally. So for someone to go out there with two weeks experience, be able to cast 15 <laughs> feet and get into the fish of life, I mean, you know, I'm all about it, man. More power Dude, to him. I think I it's totally. freaking awesome. Because I've already, I've been there, you've been there. You know, that might have been his first opportunity. I, I hope that he's spinning bugs on his vice right now. Totally. I agree, man. I totally agree, 100%. So, I mean, it was, uh, it was a trip that... I remember coming back to the house. Um, we actually had had dinner back at the house. Nicole made a whole vegan meal. Dude, that cashew cheese. <laughs> the cashew cheese. The Dude, I still they, crave that. So the only time I ever had it. Yeah, so Dave was fired up. And uh, we'll get Nicole on this podcast because she's actually uh, an excellent cook. And, and she, yes, she does is. some fantastic, uh, healthy versions of a lot of, of, a lot of great meals. But... Um, Anyway, we came back and had a good evening at home with the family, and I remember dropping Dave off at the airport the next day, and then calling him when he got home, and feeling this uh, little bit of sense of loss because it was such a great trip. You said that. Yeah, yeah it was like I, I was definitely, I was genuinely sad that uh, that I had to leave, you know, uh, Dave and that group of guys because we had such an epic trip you know and, and that word gets thrown around yeah. a lot yeah. but it but it was i mean it was such a great trip and you know there's some other i mean we had a crazy windstorm where our tent, holy shit yeah the easy, our, up, our easy up ended up like a mile <laughs> down the, the shore yeah, flew down the shore ripped off seth's rear view mirror on his uh Dude, that was on crazy. his truck i mean we, we just had some really killer um memories of that trip with some really solid dudes and uh you know and good food um some solid fish great beer was all a part of it and and this is why uh we started this podcast because it's about those experiences absolutely and, and we feel that uh you know we we bring them up every once in a while or maybe more often than not and we thought you know sharing them with with all you that you guys would uh, yeah would and i feel like every close-knit group of friends just like you and myself they have they have stories just like this you know they have stories yeah. that resonate they'll never forget because uh, of a multitude of factors not because just the fishing was great not yeah. because just the food was great not just because they were in good company but it was this culmination of being with the right people in the right place the right time eating good food drinking good beer catching some fish yeah. you know that that it, it creates this this homeostatic kind of you know memorable situation that you take with you for the rest of your life oh totally and I mean, when you really look back on it i mean yeah what else do we have right i, I mean that's really memories, what it's all you know about I mean? it's, you know it's, it's like when you're you know uh you know we're all gonna be at that one point where it's uh, the end of our existence and and you look back on your life and it's like what are those things that are going to stand out you know and and my time hanging out with Absolutely. you you know, and the food and the beer and the experiences and the fly fish. I mean, it's it's things that I will, you know, cherish for the rest of my life. And, and that's why I wanted to start this so we can, you know, document some of this stuff that we talk about every time we, we come together. Yeah, it's cool. I think it's very relatable. Yeah, it's it's super cool. So, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm, we're going to wrap this up, but I'm super excited that uh, uh, we got to do episode two and we got to share this really cool uh trip and uh i think we probably had a few tangents on this one but anyways that's all right hey we're drinking it's yeah, all about it's tangents all, it's that's all just, part that's of it inev- tangents are inevitable but uh yeah yeah you know hope you guys continue to listen and uh we're definitely going to have a lot more stories about fly fishing food and beer
Yeah, Take guys. care, guys. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode of BFF. Tune in next time for more stories, laughs, and beer-fueled banter. Cheers.